Hey guys, welcome back to Soul Talk. This is your host, Katie. And your co-host, Brooklyn. We're super excited to now be on our next episode. And today we've decided to just do a solo episode. We're not starting a new series just yet. And Brooke, why don't you go ahead and tell them the topic of today's episode? Yeah, so today we are going to dive into the topic of being the salt and the light of the world. And it's such an important topic to us and hopefully to y'all as you're starting off this new year. It's something so important to just remind ourselves who we are, what we were created for, and we want to discuss that today. Yeah, and just going from that, I want you to share with them what you shared with me at lunch today because I, I feel like that was a new perspective that I heard and it honestly blessed me and I feel like it kind of lifted this load off my shoulders on approaching the new year and what that looks like. Brooke, tell them what you told me. I kind of got this thought in my head of I don't really want to start over and I don't really want this year to be recreating myself. And in past years, I feel like that has definitely been the case. But this year, I kind of wanted to build off of even last year and just continue on and just keep building on all of the hard work that it takes to take care of my soul and really become the woman that God created me to be. And so I think God honestly gave me that picture of like, why don't we just keep building? Yeah. And like, we don't have to start from the bottom. We can just keep, we can like roll into this year. Yeah, I love that so much. And it kind of gave me like a, like you said, like a breath of fresh air of like, okay, let's just start this year, keep doing the things, keep taking care of my soul the way it needs it. And yeah, just yeah the fresh air i love that so much and because when you said that i have not really thought of it that way and i feel like really every new year you're just kind of conditioned in this mindset of like new year new me and starting something i don't know about you guys but like starting something is to me like sometimes the hardest place to begin because you're just trying to like cultivate that endurance to just really go full force into whatever it is and i think that can add a lot of pressure sometimes and so seeing that perspective of wait a second. No, like I can just build off of the great work that God has done in me this past year. And I'm not starting over. In fact, we're just doing a building block and we're growing even deeper in our relationship with him. We're, you know, growing internally as the woman, as the man that we are and that, you know, he's called us to become. And like, that's exciting. It's an exciting place to be when you realize there is no starting over. It's just going up and you're building up from here. So yeah, I love that so much. You know, how about we just real quick do a quick life update before we just dive into the episode. Yeah, so I can go first. So a little life update. Um, me and Owen are actually traveling to Sweden, and then we're heading down to Denmark. And I would love to share all about my trip as soon as I get back. So stay updated. But what about you, Katie? What's going on in, in your world? That's super exciting. I'm like eager to see the pictures and just hear about all the adventures and stuff. And I feel like y'all do such amazing trips and ah, I'm just excited and you'll be able to share like super cool content on our Instagram page and I look forward to that so update with me is I just got back from a family trip first we flew into Seattle Washington and then we drove over to this place called Leavenworth Washington and it was like Christmas town like it was just extraordinary like I thought it was so beautiful but really like what made me the most happiest was just all my family being together I had family from Florida in town and we just got to do like a family vacation, which was really sweet. Um, so that time was really great. And I guess another little update is I'm getting ready to choose my classes for 
DTS, which is just Dallas Theology School. And I'm also in preparation right now for my dental hygiene applications. So super excited about that. Dipping into a few other things that I really think are just going to just bless this new year. But yeah, so that's just a little update with me and Brookie. And we would love to hear y'all's life update. Just DM us and, you know, disconnect with us because we really do love to hear y'all's stuff. But okay, why don't we just dive in? I am so pumped for this conversation. Kind of what I was saying earlier is after the new year, sometimes it's good to just start fresh and remember what God has spoken. And so we're going to start off with Matthew 5, 14 through 16. It says, you are the light of the world. A city situated on a hill cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and puts it under a basket, but rather on a lampstand, and it gives light for all who are in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before men so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. Oh, I love that one so much. And that is going to be really the baseline of what we're talking about today. You are the light of the world. What is inside of you, others long to see. And as we're talking about living healthy with our soul, I think it's so important to understand why we were created. Yeah. We all strive and long for purpose in our life. And I think that we have to answer that question of what is the intention for year 2023? That's what's on all of our minds, on all of our hearts. It's actually really cool is kind of fixing our mind on that reality that we all want to know, like, why did you create me, God? And I think that that answers the question for us, too, when we're going through scripture and we come across scriptures like this, because it does speak that identity over us and really shines light on who God calls us to be. And it doesn't have to be something crazy and super hard to understand. It's as simple as you're the light of the world. A city situated on a hill cannot be hidden. And it's like the, no one lights a lamp and places under a basket, but instead placing it somewhere where it gives light and it's used for its purpose. Yeah. And exactly what you're saying, Katie, is like it does answer the question of who are we? Who are we created for? What are we created for? It We all have so many questions that are just going through our mind, through our heart, especially like, like I said, this time of year, we're just looking for vision. And I just want to encourage all of us, look to this scripture as a vision statement of be the light. Be the light in whatever room that you're in. And I think that we have to start off with what does that even mean? Like, what does it mean to be the light of the world? And I think something that we have to start off acknowledging is who is the light? And that is truly God himself. He even says in scripture, he shows us that he is the light. You know, in a scripture that came to mind was John 3, 19 through 21. And it just said, this then is the judgment. The light has come into the world and people love darkness rather than the light because of their deeds were evil. For everyone who practices wicked things hates the light and avoids it so that his deeds may not be exposed. But anyone who lives by the truth comes to the light so that his works may be shown to be accomplished by God. And I can't help but to think as we're talking about being the light of the world, being the salt and the light, like where that comes from. And we have to first acknowledge the fact that like any good in us, any light that could possibly be shown through us, whether it be by loving, serving, just in any role that we've been placed in, any position that God sent us into, we have to realize that in order to have the light, to be the light, we have to have Christ. 
And that is essential in abiding in relationship with him and knowing God, knowing who we belong to and knowing the attributes of God. And that's why I love doing the series Soul Care so much because it was a building block of creating that intimacy with God, that relationship with our Father. And, you know, having the prayer life, having the scripture, having the community and having the Sabbath to sit there and rest in his presence and to reflect on all of those things. All of that is essential in abiding in Christ. And when we abide in Christ, the light abides in us. And the light is what's being shown through us into the lives of those around us. And that is the gift of the light living in us. And that is the gift that we get to extend to those to our left and to our right. And vice versa, when we go into a place and we get to experience that light and that love in another soul and another life, I mean, it blesses us abundantly because we're getting to see more Christ through brothers and sisters. And so that scripture really makes me think of that as we first have to identify like where the light comes from. It comes from Christ and realizing too, apart from Christ, like our hearts are evil above all else. Like our hearts are naturally rebellious and aren't full of those things. And we have to be honest and admit that and see that come to a place of humility and realizing like we're we're in need of light. We're in need of God and his love and just the mercy and the grace that he extends to us. And so when we first start there and we understand that our need is desperate for him, that gives way for him to come and pour himself into us and light our souls. And then then we get to share that with others. Wow, that was so incredible. Honestly, <laughs> it's kind of what we were saying earlier. It's a breath of fresh air. We don't have to like muster up all the light inside of us and try really hard to be a good person and try really hard to love people. Like when we come and we abide in Christ, it naturally flows out of us yeah. like this light, whether it's lightheartedness and joy and love or if it's just being an actual bright light in somebody's really dark place um and that's what i think of of being a light to the world it looks different in every circumstance being a light could be shining on truth yeah it could be turning on the light in somebody's heart of oh i actually had sin in my heart i didn't even know it yeah. it's like or it could be coming into a relationship with somebody and them experiencing true joy for the first time through Christ who's in you. And I just love how we don't have to have this light on our own. God shines through us. Yeah, 100%. And it's just such a good place to be is realizing that, you know, God would impute such a beautiful thing in us and through us. And so to really kind of sit here and now think about where has God placed you in your life and your relationships and your career and your school? Like, where are you at in life right now where you can even family? Like, there's so many different places that God sends us, some that I've not even listed, but you can answer that for yourself. Like, where does he have you right now? Who comes to your mind when you think about I could be a light for this person? I could love this person well even if that means that I'm getting nothing in return. And like, that's something too we got to think about is we're called to be the light, not to receive anything from others around us, but to simply love and to love well and to share God with these people, these places. Because that's, for one, that's a command. And two, like God has been so gracious to share this with us. So why wouldn't we want to share this with those around us? You know, like that is in part loving and truth whether it's pointing someone to the cross, whether it's just walking alongside somebody who's walking through a season of grief, maybe they've lost somebody or lost a job or they just need somebody there for them. Or maybe it's even celebration, like celebrating somebody's, you know, new exciting job, graduating college, like 
they're having their first baby, like whatever it is, like celebration is to something where we can be a light and celebrate with others in those moments and be joyful with them, you know? So there's just different things. There's the hard places where we can show up to be a light. And then there's those places of celebration where we can show up and celebrate those things also. And so even going from there, where would you say that God's placed you to really shine your light? Yeah, I I think for me, the places that God's really calling me to is actually just stepping out and just trusting and whatever that looks like. I'm actually in a place where I'm kind of open handed. I feel like I'm just asking God to lead me to the right people, whether what we're talking about, like whether they need love or support or like somebody to talk to. I feel like I'm kind of in a season where I'm asking God show me where I could be more of a light. And I feel like the way that God has really been asking me to kind of step up and shine my light is just being like present in every group that I'm a part of. And I feel like he's been really solidifying like my identity of who he's called me to be. And it's kind of like with that scripture, for me, I find myself wanting to be hidden, like wanting to like cover my light. (laughs) And I don't really know why that's something that God is still kind of unraveling in my own brokenness, I would say, is he is healing those places of like get up and shine your light because one, the world needs it. Two, that's who he has created all of us to be. This is not just a me thing. This is a Katie thing. This is a you thing. You're called to shine your light. And I feel like for me, I'm still figuring out just what that looks like, how to walk in the identity that God's called me. And I'm sure we can all relate to that. We're all just trying to figure out what that looks like on a day-to-day. Yeah, and like one thing I think about too is the the beauty of being able to stand up and shine that light and go to those places and be what God calls us to be. Not that we're doing it to receive something, but the truth is, is like we do get to experience something really beautiful in those places and it can show up differently so I do think like in stepping out of your comfort zone and trusting that God did create you for such a time as this that God did create you with these certain beauties and gifts to like just display in the lives around you like there's something in sharing those and distributing those in the lives around you that you do draw great joy from, especially when you start to exercise it and you step outside of your comfort zone to really see that and what that looks like and also just seeing what that does in lives around you. And honestly, you stop asking yourself, what is my purpose? Because you're actually walking in your purpose, which I think all of us want to walk in the purpose that God created us for. We are created to be the light and walk in the light and give all the honor and the glory back to God, who is the ultimate light. So Katie, where would you say God has placed you right now to shine your light? So something I think about is when you wake up in the morning, it's every place that you know God calls you to that day, every relationship you have and conversation you have that day, we can show up and be the light. And we do that by just, you know, abiding in Christ and really fixing our mind on him and putting on those glasses to see through the lens of how would Jesus see this person? Whether, you know, it's somebody that you're really close with, maybe it's a stranger on the street, or maybe it's somebody actually that's 
maybe you don't have the best relationship with. Maybe it's actually something that's really hard and really challenging that you find yourself in. And you probably think to yourself, like, how could I possibly be a light to someone or some job that God has you placed in where I just feel like I'm being walked over, I'm being trampled, I'm being, you know, disrespected. I, you know, they don't, they don't love me well. Why should I go out of my way to love them? Well, something I would think about is the fact that somebody who forgives much has been forgiven much. And I just think about Jesus on the cross, like Jesus going to the cross for you and I, like for our sins. He's forgiven us of so much. And he continues to forgive us as we're, you know, walking through our day-to-day lives and surrendering ourselves to him and recognizing our deep need for him. And so I would say if you're in a position like that where you're trying to love somebody well and be a light for somebody that's hard, be reminded of all that Jesus has loved and forgiven you for and try to like fix your mind and see through the lens of that of, dang, like I've been forgiven much. I have to soften my heart and realize that maybe this person or this environment just doesn't know Jesus. Or they don't have that peace that you have been able to draw from because they don't have an abiding relationship with God. And so that should like move our hearts, compel our hearts to to keep planting seeds of love and hope. And, you know, there's a scripture. It's like if somebody slaps your cheek, turn the other cheek. And I think that that's a great perspective to take when you're struggling with like the harder places to love and be a light. Well, is just take off your lens of being human and being like, oh, you know out of spite and just stop for a second, put on the lens of Jesus and be like, I, I want you to know this love. And so I'm going to keep planting seeds of hope and showing up every day and, you know, sending you a scripture uplifting quote and saying, ah, you know, Jesus is good. You know, just sharing little snippets of stuff like that, being a light like that. And I would say there's another aspect that I think would be really good to kind of touch base on and acknowledge is that there's sometimes places in our own heart that still have darkness. And I think that acknowledging and kind of shining light to what does that look like in your heart? Where does it stem from? And asking God, God, would you shine your light into that? And I think taking a moment to really be honest with yourself and look into your heart and like, where does this darkness stem from? Is it like a past trauma? Is it a past experience? Is it maybe just something that you feel like is just a struggle, like a sin struggle? Like, what does that look like? And I would say that God really had me kind of evaluate that here recently. And in that, there has been trauma from my past that I hadn't really worked through and healed from. And I was realizing that in those places, I'm not able to love the best that God has created me to love because of those places. And so by his grace and his goodness, he's really just moved me to to take care of those places. And in order to shine light in those dark spots, I have to be willing to surrender them. And I have to be willing to take those uncomfortable steps of, God, would you have your way in my heart? Because this darkness, I don't want it here anymore. I want light to be here. And yeah, so being in that season, I'm just really leaning in and letting God do only what he can do. And I know that Though it's like uncomfortable and hard and it's going to be challenging, I know the beauty that will come from it. And it will, in essence, it'll it'll show up in being able to love people better. And in the same time, getting to see that light grow in your own heart, it's a beautiful thing. And I think that's something that we can think about often is we're not only called to be the light, but there's also a place where we can say, God, like, I need your light in these parts of my heart. And that shows up in other lives as well.
Yeah, that's so true. Like he gives us so much of the freedom and the healing that we all need and desire and can't get on our own. And I read this scripture the other day. It was Paul talking about like kind of his perspective of being a light. It's coming from 1 Corinthians 9, verse 19 through 23. And I'm going to kind of paraphrase it a little bit. It says, although I am a free man and not anyone's slave, I have made myself a slave to everyone in order to win more people. To those who are without the law, like one without the law, not being without God's law, but within Christ's law, to win those without the law. To the weak, I became weak in order to win the weak. I have become all things to all people, so that I may by every possible means save some. Now I do all of this because of the gospel, so I may become a partner in its benefits. Ultimately, Paul was sharing that we should be using our freedom to help others and to help those around us and to shine our light and to shine in the way that God's created us to be. And kind of how Paul was sharing about it is in verse 19, he says, Although I'm a free man and not anyone's slave, I have made myself a slave to everyone in order to win more people. And I know those words are like pretty harsh, but what I kind of get from that is although we are free to do whatever, we we could choose to never shine our light. We could choose to keep ourselves hidden from everyone, never share about the love of God. We have that free choice to do that. But I would actually question, why don't we step out and be that light? That is so good. Paul like really shines light on like what it truly looks like to be a light and to be on commission and to really live out the command of loving others well. I really love what Paul says in this and it really shines light on how we're called to be the light and how we're called to really see through the lens of Jesus when we look at those around us. And I love when he kind of goes into the part about loving people to win their hearts to Christ. And how he goes into saying, to the weak, I became weak in order to win the weak. I have become all things to all people so that I may, by every possible means, save some. And it's not saying that we're the people who save mm -hmm. other people. That's not, that's not at all because only Christ saves. But that does not mean that Christ doesn't use us to love others and that we're called to sit on the fence instead of going out and loving and commissioning in the way of planting seeds and meeting people with where they're at and pointing them to the Savior. And so when I, I hear Paul talk the way he does, it makes me think when we go into places that God sends us into, the, the lives that we cross paths with, we should really approach these places and these people through the lens of really trying to see them, to take the eyes off of ourselves and to really look at the people that God's placed right in front of us this day and in this time. and really evaluate like where are their hearts where are they at at this season of their life show up in their lives being exactly what their heart needs in this season and that is part of being the light it's recognizing that god meets us in those same ways in our own lives and i think brookie you and me had a really good conversation about how you know he meets us in these different seasons explain to them kind of what you told me because i thought it was so encouraging and i loved it 
Yeah, I think when we were having that conversation, I was sharing parts of my life where God met me in um, more of like a brokenhearted moment. And honestly, God was my comforter in that moment. And then there's times in my life where I need like wisdom and he's my teacher. He's my counselor. And I think in the same way, we should be doing the same thing. We should be asking God, how can I show up? in the ways that you have shown up for me? And how can I show up for those around me in that same way? And I think that it takes a lot of intention to live in a way that's shining light and shining back to who God is. And I think that's what Paul was saying. Even though he says he's a free man, he's choosing to lay down his own preferences. As we read this scripture, let us just ask ourselves, how can we lay down even our own preferences for the sake of shining our light and pointing people back to God. And I don't know about y'all, but I really want others to experience the same peace and the same comfort and the same healing that I've received from God. And that's really my heart posture behind being the light of the world. I don't want anyone to feel alone in their circumstance and everyday battles. And I think that being the light is essentially pointing us back to the Father who just loves us the best way. And even scripture tells us we are rejected because of Jesus. He was rejected. And I think that as we're stepping out and really being the light of the world, we are going to face that same rejection. And the goal is not to people please every single person. That's not the goal. The goal is actually to shine light on what Jesus has done for us and set aside all of our own preferences and really go to those places that are hard and go to those conversations that might be uncomfortable. And ultimately, your light shines so much brighter in a dark place. And it might be uncomfortable, but know that God is going to lead you every step of the way. And he is going to be the strength and the comfort that you need as you're walking out and you're trusting him every step of the way. And being reminded that in those places, it could be one person or it could be many people. You never know who God is speaking to in those places. He's speaking to all, but only some are going to receive him. And we have to be reminded that that is such a beautiful thing. And that is our only hope is for those who are walking in darkness to be able to see and receive the light. And they can't see and receive the light if we're not displaying it and sharing it for all to see. And so it's worth going into those places and experiencing the rejection of those that won't receive it in hopes that that one would. And I think that's the beauty of being a servant of all is to realize that being a servant is just loving and loving in truth and loving for the sake of the gospel, loving in the sake of Jesus being made known, giving light and hope to those who've yet to know him and yet to receive him. Just like you and I, Brookie, just like you who's listening, like if you are a Christian, if you know Jesus and you have him in your heart, you know how significant and how beautiful of a gift that this truly is. And if you're listening and you you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you don't know what that looks like, you haven't had that relationship, our hope is that through our podcast, through all of us connecting, that you you get to taste and see that the Lord is good. You get to see the light of joy and freedom and 
just the comfort that comes from knowing Jesus and walking in relationship with him and how much he loves us so, so much. He loves us so, so much that he comes and meets you where you're at with whatever season you're in, and he meets with you in those places. If you're in a low season, he meets with the lowly. If you're in a season of just questions and wanting to know who he is, he is faithful to meet you there and come into a heart of humility and show himself. He is so faithful in every season that we find ourselves in. And to know him and to walk in that is the, I mean, that is the beauty that we get to experience here on earth and that our hope should be for everybody to experience. And so, yeah. And then when we get to partner with God and and shine that light, I think that we get to see so much beauty out of life. And something that God shared with me, now it wasn't last year, but it was 2021. He spoke a word over me and he said, get up and shine. And that has been a life motto for me of like, in what ways can I get up and shine and and meet with God and also show up for those around me? And that has been kind of this ongoing thought in my head of how can I get up and shine and really shine light on who God is and his goodness and his faithfulness. Even when I'm not faithful, he always shows up and he is faithful for me. And I think that that is such an incredible truth that we have. And I just encourage you to get up and shine. It's as simple as, hey, I read this scripture and God showed up and he met me. Or, hey, I was listening to this worship song and God revealed himself to me in a new way. That is being a light to those around you. And I just want to encourage you, don't be afraid to show up because I think the enemy comes to put fear in your mind of, oh, they're just going to reject you if you say this. Oh, they're just going to laugh at you if you point back to God. And the ultimate truth is that might happen. You might feel rejection. And I just want to encourage you to step out and really trust the Lord this year to really get up and shine. And that that is something that I'm still figuring out what that looks like. But it's truly just a gift that keeps on giving. And then each day we just find more and more purpose and just so much joy in walking with the Lord. Yeah, I think that's so good. And I love how you had that moment of get up and shine because it is it's in scripture like he he delights in his children. He delights in his creation. And the beautiful thing about his creation is that not one of us are the same. And I think that speaks a lot about our God, that you can exhaust his creativity. And he has created us uniquely different to shine light in the lives of those around us by not only first and foremost pointing people to him, but using the unique gifts and attributes he's created in us as his children, as individuals that were never meant to be hidden, but instead to be displayed, to shine light into the home you're in, to shine light into that job you go into, to shine light in the community group or to the barista at the coffee shop. That is what I think about. And Brooke, I love when you talk about that because I think that that's such a good reminder of who God calls us to be. And just how intentional he's been in all of our lives and how he's created us and crafted us and just used us to share him with all those around. 
And so I love that so much. And I really love this episode. Honestly, this was fun. Me too. I love this topic. And I love to just end us off with a soul scripture. It is coming from Matthew 5, 16, what we read earlier. And it says, in the same way, let your light shine before men so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. And ultimately, you guys, as we shine our light, it does give glory to our Father in heaven. And so go this week and just show up. Just ask God, how can I be a light in the areas that I'm living in currently? And he is so faithful to show us. We just hope the very best week for you guys. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram, Soul Talk Podcast with two T's. And stay connected, you guys. We cannot wait to hear from you.